Hello, and welcome to the Rockabye Mama Baby and Toddler Sleep Podcast. I'm Katie Gutierrez, host of this podcast and owner and lead sleep consultant at Rockabye Mama. It is my goal through this podcast, through my blog, and through social media to educate parents on child sleep. What is realistic? What can you expect? And how can you change some of the habits that you're seeing with your kids? so that you become empowered to make the choices that are right for your family. Because I don't have to tell you that advice on parenting is plentiful. No matter where you are or what you're doing, you will get parenting advice from anyone and everyone. So knowing what is realistic and what you can expect and how you can make those changes can really empower you to do what's right for you regardless of what your neighbors or cousins think. Because at the end of the day, as long as you're doing what's best for your family, that's all that matters. This month, all on social media, I am talking about newborns, new year, newborn baby sleep. Because the thing is, when parents are new parents, when they have a baby in the hospital, not much information is given. When I had my daughter, I was given a purple folder that had a little booklet on different things like feeding and sleeping and changing diapers. And that's really it. Nothing was really gone over with me. Nobody really sat me down to explain anything. And the thing is, once I got home and started raising my daughter, I was so overwhelmed and so exhausted, especially in today's world with a pandemic going on. It is hard to have the support that so many prior relatives and even our ancestors had. So I'm hopeful that by starting with newborn sleep, what you can expect and how you can help your newborn sleep longer, it will It will make you realize, number one, that your baby isn't broken just because they're taking short naps. That's normal. And then number two, I hope that you feel like you can make small adjustments to set up the foundation for your child's sleep. So please head over to Instagram or Facebook if you don't already follow me and check out everything I've been sharing this month so far if you are a parent of a newborn or if you know of a newborn parent, you can send them my way. So today's episode, I just want to talk about newborn sleep because when newborn parents come to me, it's often they're frustrated, they're tired, they don't know what to do. And they're, it's the same thing, no matter what their baby is taking 20 to 30 minute naps. Their baby cannot go to sleep on their own. Their baby falls asleep when they're being held. And then the minute they are placed down in their own crib, they wake up and they don't know what to do. Here's the thing. You're not alone if that's your story. Maybe you are a newborn parent and that is your current reality. Or maybe you're not a newborn parent anymore and that is that was your experience. You're not alone. That is very common. It is biologically okay for your child to take 20 to 30 minute naps right now. That's just where they are. Yes, some babies might be able to take an hour long nap, but that's not typical. That is not a typical thing. Until babies are four to six months old, their sleep cycles are constantly changing each day. And not until they're older do they really mature into longer sleep stretches. So 20 to 30 minutes for a newborn nap is good. That's 
Good. Yeah, it's exhausting, especially if that's the only time you can sleep or eat or do anything. But that's okay. That's normal and it will pass. And that's why it's so important to take any help that you can. If anyone offers to help you, take advantage of that. And that's why you might often hear people say, sleep when the baby sleeps, because their sleep is so broken that that's really the only time that you can do anything. So do what you have to do to survive these first few months and get as much help as you can. Often in the years and years and centuries before us, it was very different than what we're currently experiencing. And you know what? I've talked to moms in the Eastern world who like their experiences are totally different than what we experience here in the West. They are like pampered from head to toe when they give birth. They are taken care of completely so that they can just focus on taking care of their baby. And that's very different than what is common in the United States because here we have to take care of ourselves and we have to take care of our baby. And if we have sibling, I mean, partners or other kids, we have to take care of them too. No one is really taking care of us, making sure we're eating nutritious foods, making sure we're getting sleep, making sure we're getting massages. That's not a thing here. So it, it was very different centuries ago when moms had truly villages to support them. They truly had a village of people who could give them a break, who could make sure they were eating, who could watch the baby while the mom slept. We don't have that today, or not many of us do. So it is very important to just do what you can and take any help that you can and just know that you are strong enough to do this. You are made to do this. You can do this. But 20 to 30 minute naps are completely normal. It's also very biologically normal for your baby to want to sleep with you or on you. Contact naps are so important for the first few months because this is how your child's temperature is regulated. This is how your child's emotional stability and their connection to you matures. So yeah, contact naps might not be feasible all the time because you have things that you need to do, but when you can allow for contact naps, allow it. Don't listen to people who say that you're spoiling your baby or don't let it get into your head that this is going to mess up the foundation for your baby's sleep. You're not. This is perfectly natural and normal for you to do. So do it if you can. And if you can't, maybe you can get a sling or a wrap to carry your baby while you go about and do other things. Because I know you might not be able to have the time to just sit on the couch while your baby naps throughout the day, you might have to carry on with your day. So do what you can, but just know that if your baby wakes up when you put them down, that's okay. That's expected because they like the warmth that comes from you. So what can you do if that is your situation? Do you just have to stay stuck for the next four months until your baby can start developing independent sleep? No. You can start practicing. I just don't want you to have super high expectations because I don't want you to get knocked down when those expectations don't occur. So you can start practicing putting your baby down in their crib for their naps. I would recommend maybe one nap a day just to practice. So let your baby fall asleep while they're nursing or while you're holding them, swaddle them, and then lay them down in their crib. If they start to wake up right away, you can keep your hand on their tummy and gently rock them. You can shh, 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 
make those noises, reassure them that they're okay. Um, you can gently, if their bassinet shakes a little bit, you can gently rock them back and forth. Using a sound machine might be great to help soothe them and comfort them back to sleep. Make sure the room environment isn't overly bright. You don't have to have it completely pitch black for newborns, but having too much light can be stimulating. So those are some things you can do. Practice for one nap a day and see how your child does. Even just putting your baby down on the couch next to you, if you have to do some work on your computer, can be a great transition from being held in your arms to being right beside you and still feeling that warmth. So get creative and try different things, but don't put too much pressure on yourself. The other thing that's super important with newborns and their sleep is their food. You need to make sure that your baby is getting the food that they need. And this is where it's very important to talk to your doctor and make sure your baby is gaining the weight they need to. If you're breastfeeding, I know that it can be stressful to know whether you're not, whether you're giving your baby enough, but just trust that your body is doing everything it needs to, and your baby is getting everything it needs. You can talk to your doctor, ask them how many wet diapers or dirty diapers your baby should be having each day to ensure they're getting the appropriate amount of food. Some lactation consultants or even doctors might offer weighted feeds, so you feed them or First, you weigh your baby, then you feed them, and then you weigh them again to see if there's what change there is. So you can kind of determine how much your child's getting. And if you're doing formula, great, that's perfect too. There should never be any guilt about what you're doing to get your baby fed. It's important that your baby's fed though, because before you can ever expect somebody to fall asleep, you need to meet all of their other needs. And the first need that you need to make sure they're, they're getting is that they're fed. So make sure you're giving your baby everything they need. I know it can be exhausting if they're feeding on demand and they are cluster feeding, but just get through it. You can do it. And then finally, I want to talk to you about what happens when no matter what you do, your baby just won't sleep and they just cry constantly. You might hear this as the witching hour at the end of the day, your baby's just screaming for hours on end and you don't know what to do no matter you're feeding them, you're rocking them, you change their diaper and they're just crying and they will not go to sleep. What can you do? Well, typically you'll hear this term referred to as colic. You have a colicky baby or your baby's just, they have colic. And this is just describing the crying and the screaming that they are experiencing. Colic tends to occur between two weeks old to three months old. And it is characterized by two to four hours of screaming and crying at the end of the day. Sometimes this happens around a feeding, maybe during a feeding or after a feeding. So it kind of perplexed parents because they think, well, my child's fed. I don't know what's going on. Sometimes your child might arch their back or it sounds like they're in pain and it's not necessarily pain all the time. It's just that they're overstimulated they're tired and they are fussy. What you can do to help them is called the five S's. This term is coined by Dr. Harvey Karp and I have it demonstrated on my uh, Instagram account. So if you're not quite sure what the five S's are, I recommend you look to see what it looks like because it can truly help soothe your baby when they are just not settling down. Whether they have colic 
or not. Maybe it's just been a long day and your baby will not go to sleep and they will not stop crying. Try the five S's. I have a blog about it that'll link down in the show notes. And then I'll also link the video where I'm demonstrating how to do that technique with your little one. So there you have a brief intro to baby sleep, what you can expect when it comes to their sleep cycles and how they prefer to sleep and what you can do when they just won't sleep and they just won't stop crying. I invite you to follow along on social media where I am sharing more tips and strategies this month when it comes to newborns. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am so excited that you found me however you did. Please follow me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and follow my blog so that you stay up to date on all things baby and toddler sleep. I hope you guys have a restful day. Sweet dreams, y'all.